You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown, where we upgrade our relationships and life by applying practical ideas, universal truths, and life-changing inspiration. Let's go have some fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my channel. My name is Kristen Brown, and on my channel, I talk about all things spiritual, empowerment, self-love, recovering people, pleasing, recovering from toxic relationships, and all of this internal healing so that we can attract and create the life and relationships that we so desire, because all healing happens from the inside first, and then it is reflected into our outer world. And today I want to talk to you guys about the six things that highly intuitive people do. You might be wondering like, Kristen, why are you talking about intuition? Because intuition is one of the ways getting great with our intuition is one of the ways that we fully reclaim our personal power because we are spiritual beings in an earth suit. Okay. We are spirit in physical form. That means we have this whole part of us that is connected to the universe is connected to source energy. And in that source is nothing but 100% capital T truth. Okay. Which means not opinions type truth is this truth of the highest possible truth that is always for the highest good of all concerned. And there is answers that we cannot come up with because we think 60,000 thoughts a day and 95% of those thoughts repeat from the day before, the day before, the day before. So by having intuition, what we're doing is we're connecting with the greatest superpower of the universe, the largest, most intelligent macro computer ever, which is going to send us messages to help guide us on, guide us on our path. And so how is this part of reclaiming our our personal power is that we are quite literally connecting with the most powerful part inside of us. And that is our God self. So I'm going to jump right in because I'm super excited about this topic. It's one of my most favorite topics to talk about is intuition, because it's something that I that I connected with unknowingly, probably starting in first grade and just have continued to strengthen and connect with throughout my life. But first, if you are new here, please feel free to subscribe and don't forget to turn on notifications because I am most 100% certain that there will be something that I have on my channel that you want to listen to. If you are someone who is a seeker and you are looking to raise your vibration and have a better experience of life. All right. The first thing I want to talk to you guys about is highly intuitive people know to pause and connect. That means when life's getting crazy or there's a particular situation afoot or there's some chaos happening in their world, they know if there is not an answer, like a, an answer that's readily available that is going to work or has worked or is working, that they need to step outside of their thinking brain, their physical body to get that answer. So they know to, to pause and connect. Now, this can happen in real time as the situation's happening where we pull ourselves out of it, just we get out of the thinker for a minute and kind of zone out and we go get quiet and we ask for guidance, okay? We ask guides, guardians, angels, God, whoever it is, we ask, show me the way, show me the next best step. What am I not seeing here? So we know that highly intuitive people know that this is readily available to us 365, 24, 7. 
and that we can ask and those messages will come. But we need to quiet the brain first, because especially if we're in a moment of frenzy or even if there's a dangerous situation, I mean, I one one time watched this entire car accident. I was the first of the line at the intersection. I watched this entire car accident, cars flipping up in the air, landing upside down right in front of me. And I just paused. And then I got out of my car. I looked under the truck. Everything was fine. There was people tending to, to them. And the message says, go to the girl in the intersection. Because there was a girl that had T-bone. Somebody else had flipped the truck. And she was kind of flipping out. So that's what my guidance said to do. You're safe. Just go out there. So I went right out in the middle of the intersection. I opened up her door to talk to her. And there was a penny on the landing board there. And I was like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And it turned out that I helped her in ways that she really needed. So this is about pausing and connecting. Now I'm not saying to go run out and do those things yourself. Okay. This is our messages from God are directly to us. They are specific for us and where we're at on our journey, where we're at in our energy. So this doesn't mean that one size fits all ever. And in highly intuitive people know that I didn't add that to the list, but that's actually a really good one that one size doesn't fit all. All right. That's why as a coach and a mentor, I often encourage people to get in touch with their own intuition. Yes. People want to go to people and they want to have intuitive readings and things like that. And if they're open to it, fine, because that could be that that person is being a conduit for them. Maybe yet they can't quite connect with their own intuition, but really the ultimate power comes when you can connect to your own. So practice mindfulness, clear your mind, get really, really present in the, in the current situation and uh, meditation, clear your mind with meditation, get, you know, we, if we're overthinking, we can't get new information and there's just too much, too many people in the room. There's too much thoughts in the room. There's too much chaos. So if we're overthinking, it's really important that we clear the mind so that the in intuition can land and reach us. Also creativity. When we get ourselves into a creative space, we're practicing, practicing something creative that provides this really neutral place. It's almost like meditation. It's very much like meditation, actually, because we're getting out of the thinker and the chatting brain in that creative space. It allows it actually creates space in our brain to allow the information to flow. So that is number one is to pause and connect. Number two is to get in touch with the still small voice within highly intuitive people have come to recognize and understand when that voice is speaking to them. Now there's four different ways that we receive our intuitive messages. There's clairvoyant, which is clear seeing there's clairaudient, which is clear hearing there is clairsentient, which is clear feeling, and there is claircognizant, which is clear knowing. Those are all ways that we can receive our information. But no matter which way it comes, whether it's we see something visually in our mind or we hear something in our mind, or we just have a sensation of feeling inside um, some type of energy reading, or we just have a knowing. Okay, claircognizant, the clear knowing was the first one that showed up for me. I just knew things. I just knew. And I didn't know how I knew, but I was too young to argue with the knowing. I thought it was just part of who I am and that everybody had these things. So I never questioned it. And those knowings always panned out. So I got really, really used to what that felt like, sound like. It's really hard to put words to it because it's such a, a still common neutral feeling. And neutrality implies that there isn't a lot of ruckus involved with it. There's not a, there is no emotion involved with it. When we are getting messages from spirit, it just kind of slides in as an answer or a hit or whatever it might be, but there's no disruption that happens inside of the person. So highly intuitive people 
get really in touch with what it sounds like, feels like when spirit is talking to them. And the third thing that highly intuitive people do is they ask for more clarity, right? Shocking. A lot of times, um, uh, the intuitive messages that we receive might be startling, but not in the effect like scary, startling, just like, wow, kind of shocking. Like I never thought of that. Or they can be astounding, like, whoa, that makes perfect sense. Okay. But they're, they're not designed and they will never be designed to scare us. So when I say startling or shocking or astounding, it's just more like a, it's kind of like a wow type feeling. So when those come in, we might be like, the logical brain might be trying to go, that doesn't sound right. You know, the ego is going to kick in and it's going to want to fight that because the ego knows that God love and our highest self is the death to the ego. So it might fight you a little bit. And even highly intuitive people knows that that ego is going to kick up sometimes. So it's very important that we ask for clarity. So there's been times when things have come and I was like, okay, I, I heard that or felt that or knew that or whatever it was. And could you give me a little bit more clarity around this? Because I want to be sure I heard it. I've also said to God, you know, I am really messy in the mind right now. I got a lot going on. I'm extremely fearful because of, you know, I'm really thinking back to 2009 and 10 during my tsunami. And I said, please make it obvious. If you got a message for me, make it very, very obvious so that I can truly trust it. So ask questions and don't be afraid to talk to God's spirit source, your, your guides, guardians, and angels, whoever that, that you consider to be your messenger to God. Now, the first thing is, is that highly intuitive people trust what they are receiving. We trust it because you know why it's never been wrong. It's never been wrong. Intuition is never wrong. So if you have felt like in the past that you have had an intuitive thought, or you're like, oh, my gut says this, or my, my gut says that, and then the thing doesn't pan out, it's really important that you get honest with yourself and you say, okay, that wasn't my gut. That wasn't my intuition. That wasn't my inner knowing. That wasn't my highest self because that did not pan out. I was wrong. That was a thought. That was me trying to construct something based on the people I was seeing or the, what I was hearing or what I was watching happening, I was trying to come up with something, but it felt like it was intuitive. It's really important. Get honest with yourself. And if it's not that, just be like, okay, it wasn't that, that wasn't my intuition. Now, what we do by doing this and highly intuitive people understand this is that we start to, to distinguish between what is a thought, what is thinking and what is actually intuition, because they're going to feel completely different yet. Intuition is like I said, it's very small, it's very still, and it's very neutral feeling. So usually the overthinker and the ego is the loudest voice in the room. And that's the one that squeaky wheel gets the grease. It's the one that we turn to and listen to the most. So when we can quiet that and we can hear the small, still voice, we'll start to recognize when spirit is speaking to us. Number five, this is my favorite, is we don't allow people to talk us out of it. There has been so many times in my life when I have gotten intuitive hits, inner knowings, whatever it was in that moment, and I shared it with somebody innocently in my younger years, and they would try to talk me out of it. They're like, that's not true. How can you know that? You think you know everything. And that would cause me to question myself in my youth. But I have the gift of time now of living on this earth for quite a few decades. And I have had the ability to practice this. 
And what I've noticed is in within myself, and I know that highly effective or highly intuitive people do this as well, is that we know what we know, what we know. And, you know, Joe, John, Jim, Linda, Carrie, and Louisa may not agree. Okay. They might fight you. They might give you some pushback, but a highly intuitive person goes, okay, you don't have to believe me. We, in fact, I've gotten to the point where I don't even have a conversation. If someone doesn't believe me, I don't try to convince them anymore. That's something that I learned actually in my recent years is I kept trying to convince people. And I was like, I don't need to, because I know what I know, what I know. And I'm going to, to follow that and respond and react to that rather than letting the outside influences try to change my mind. And the sixth thing is that highly intuitive people do is that they manage fear. Okay. So like I said, the ego is the loudest and first voice that we hear. It's the boom. That's the first thing that comes up with us for us. Okay. The ego is always the first voice talking in the head and the ego is fear. That's what it is. It's fear. It's, it's, it's eliciting fear in us by telling us lies and giving us false narratives and telling us false stories about things that are going on. And many times that those stories or what we're hearing from the ego is going to elicit more fear in us, which is going to elicit more like thoughts. So then we can get in this fear cycle. All right. And it's really hard. Like I was saying earlier to receive our intuitive hits. So highly intuitive people know that they need to manage fear. So anytime that I'm in a fearful type situation, it could be, it's, um, you know, something that I'm having to do that is bringing up fear inside of me, or it's something that I'm watching with someone I love and it's making me afraid or worry. I know that I can't help them if I'm in my fear brain. Okay. If I'm living out scenarios that are potential for the future, what's going to happen? And oh my God, what if, what if, what if I can't help them because I am not in my centered self. I am not in my intuitive self. So we know that we need to manage fear. And we do that by, by questioning the ego's rantings and ravings, by questioning beliefs that we have, by meditating, by getting alone time, by getting quiet. And a lot of times what I do when I'm in that type of space and, I'm, and I need to handle something or address something, I will go get some alone time. I will ask God, guide, guardian spirits and my deceased ancestors to come in and to help me. And then I do something that will allow me to zone out which is either driving or on a walk, you know, things that maybe just listening to music, like things that will just take you right outside that thinking, chattering brain, just on the other side of that, where you're still functioning, right? We're still driving. We're still turning at the right streets and, and stopping when we're supposed to, but it allows that space for that to come in. So managing fear is the sixth and final one that I know that highly intuitive people do. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe and share. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give a big thanks by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to explore coaching plans, other products, and free resources, go to kristenbrown.org. Until next time, everyone, remember to go love yourself.